We have covered a couple of Civil War stories on this podcast already. How the weather plays into war settings is incredibly intriguing. It isn't enough that all sides are told that they are supposed to want to kill each other by their leaders, but now they have to face a foe they have no control over. And in the case of theaters like the American Civil War, they actually also had no way of knowing what was coming. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. Today is the Battle of Fredericksburg of 1862 that started on December 11th and wrapped on the 15th. This Day in Weather History. Weather was one of the most recorded events by soldiers and civilians in their letters and diaries. I'm sure that those notes went a little something like this. Quote, You will not believe what is happening now. End quote. Some may have sounded like this. Oh, for the love of all that is mighty and merciful, why? End quote. Or perhaps something a little more like this. Oh, my love, I pray that one day we will again see the light of each other's face. And perhaps one day there will also be a way to be able to know ahead of time when the weather is about to get e again. So to pour a hefty heaping of salt into these war wounds, the American Civil War took place at the tail end of what is often termed the Little Ice Age, a period of overall colder temperature norms with an apparent atmospheric randomness that led to wide unpredictability. This curious period in time dated, according to most scholars, from roughly 1310 to 1850, and it included the less-than-united states of America. During the American Civil War, Virginia experienced extreme periods of both rain and snow with alternating streaks of above-normal heat and deep, bitter cold. So for a war to be fought in 1862, you know they had close to no way of protecting themselves from the elements. Soldiers were being transported to a new geographical region, and in the United States, we all know that there is a huge difference already depending on where you are. The weather in everyday life is already completely different between, say, Pennsylvania and Georgia, or perhaps between New Mexico and Tennessee. Plus, they had to live almost entirely outside, likely sleeping in some flimsy tent or probably completely exposed. For this reason, it was common for armies to stand down in the winter months, but today's episode of This Day in Weather History takes place on December 15th, so this would have been a notable exception to that rule. So the Battle of Fredericksburg is remembered as one of the most one-sided battles of this war, with the Union getting absolutely destroyed by the Rebs. This particular battle was fought between the Union Army of the Potomac, commanded by Major General Ambrose E. Burnside, and the Confederate Army of Northern Virginia under the famous General Robert E. Lee. Lee's troops were, as was normally the case in this war, woefully outnumbered. He had about 78,000 men to Burnside's 120,000. So Lee took a different approach, setting up a defense on the hills consisting not of the traditional trench strategy. This time he used a seven-mile line facing the Rappahannock River. He relied on the high ground and well-positioned artillery. So the scene was set. Now, cue the weather. The morning opened with a fog so thick that rebel cavalry commander J.E.B. Stewart and the always aggressive Stonewall Jackson suggested that the Confederates should use this advantage of poor visibility to launch a surprise attack under its cover. But General Lee stood fast to his plan and he continued it as he drew it up. First, the Union guns erupted through this atmospheric silvery screen of low cloud cover, trying unsuccessfully to find the Confederates. 
but as the sun came out and an area of high pressure took over, the moisture in the atmosphere at the surface effectively dried up and that is fog clearing up. Now it was on. This became a full-on artillery battle against an entire line of Union cannons. The Federal artillery barrage intensified. Then they decided to test the resolve of the Confederate line, advancing uphill in force. But these Rebs were sticking to their plan to wait until the Union soldiers were well in the open before unleashing their version of an artillery barrage. When they did, the Feds kept trying to advance, but the Rebs on the hill kept beating them back again and again and again. As night fell, General Lee finally ordered his men to dig in. Oh, by the way, that means digging trenches to hold a position, and that is where the term digging in comes from. Federal casualties from the Battle of Fredericksburg were more than 12,000 men, while the Confederate casualties were closer to only 5,000. A month later, Major General Ambrose E. Burnside tried to gain back what he had lost, and that is what was referred to as the Mud March, thanks to the sopping wet of the rain and, at times, snow mix. So that again went nowhere. Ah, uh, yes, the weather. It can be both a help and a hindrance when planning a good military strategy like the Battle of Fredericksburg, when it ended its campaign, this day in weather history. Tomorrow is December 16th, and this is when more than two dozen tornadoes touched down in the year 2019 in parts of the American Deep South. For tornadoes to happen this late in the year is unusual to begin with, but to have one this extensive is altogether eye-opening. This is why we will hit it up on this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.